I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital Recap for December 13th through 17th. Or the most depressing week ever. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know that's not where we normally start with the big storyline, but I don't know how to not start there because I just don't understand. I don't either. And I I don't get it. You know, unless the Sasha and Brando better have a really good follow-up storyline to all of this, you know, that. We see Sasha struggling with all the emotions that are going to come from this. Right. They better address like how Maxie has been donating to the breast milk bank. You know, Sasha still has to deal with all the physical things that come after you have a baby, whether it is a live birth, a complicated birth, you know, anything. She's still going to have a lot of things. I don't think they're going to give them. A good storyline. I think they're going to say that they're fighting over it. They can't get over it. And this is going to be what breaks them up. And he did say our first baby. Which I, I feel like implies. I know. I don't know. I don't see them staying together. After I don't this. understand why we did this. Why? I don't either. And not that there's ever a good time to do a storyline like this. But why right before Christmas? I don't know. And we're not going to get into this now, but I don't like that Olivia was like, at least our son's alive and stuff like this. And I'm like, if we just killed a baby so that it's easier, quotes, to process Leo's pending diagnosis, no, 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 it just, it makes no sense. I had seen on one of the Facebook things, people speculating that it was going to come up that Maxie's baby had heart issues like she had. And then they would donate. And not that that makes it okay, because again, any child death story is awful, but that makes sense. That's where it's going or whatever. But just to, after that amazing pregnancy and seeing them bond, right? 
And the actress that plays Sasha, I don't know how she did it after she having just a baby. A mom. Yeah. She still has all those hormones and emotions. I wouldn't have been able to get my lines out. I would have just been crying yeah. hysterically. I thought she did an amazing job. Oh, though. she did. I mean, she did awesome. both of them. Mm -hmm. Both of them. But no, the acting was wonderful, but I just don't understand. I, I don't either. It, it doesn't make sense. We could have had Mike come back for any number of reasons. Yes. Which, even though I knew he was coming back, I didn't know, like I hadn't seen anything, but obviously. Right. I mean, we've seen it. And as soon as they said, Mike will take care of him. I'm like, yeah, so we're going to be seeing Max Gale. This is great. <laughs> yes. Still bawled my eyes out mm -hmm. when he showed up. Yeah. It was just awful. Yeah. I, I don't know what else. That's like the main focus of all week. And I didn't like that they kept getting you into it. And then they would cut to some other storyline and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. I was completely emotionally invested in this. And then you cut over to Scout with Drew. Right. I couldn't get into any There's of that. Certain, I mean, like when Max passed away or Mike, when Mike passed away, wasn't it the entire episode? Pretty, Pretty much. much. Yeah. Like they do, they tend to do that when it's a big right. storyline. Right. Because there's really no point in having the other ones. Right. It's hard to focus on the other ones. And it was cute, again, air quotes, that they had Marshall playing. Yes. And then it led us into very it. very sweet. But they didn't even end, really, on the baby stuff. We still yeah. went back to Scout and to Carly and Sunny and, like, all the other storylines. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. The poor baby should at least get the focus of the last five minutes of the show. Right. That was... <sighs> Especially where there was the song over it. Like, that's how, that's how movies end. Right. That's how they carry it off. Yes. But it was so hard to watch. And I just don't know where we're going to go from here. Mm -mm. Like you said, they should give the story the justice it deserves of watching Sasha go through all this. But how many more Especially weeks? Especially since she's now in the public eye because she's the face of conception. conception. Exactly. already had the fan wanting to get a picture with her while she was in labor right you know so right we should have to see all that but at the same time how many more weeks are we gonna have to deal with this depressing storyline and then Brit bringing up to nina about how this is like nell no this is not nina's storyline no this has nothing to do with nell no like and why is Britt saying this must be dredging up all kinds of feelings for you she didn't even I don't know. No. I was confused by that. I thought she was going to start comparing Nina and Nell to her whenever she had to give Rocco back. And I was yes. like, don't even compare the two. <laughs> oh, no. Please don't do that. But then when she just compared the two of them, I'm like, what? No. Rocco would have almost been a better fit than this. This is not it the same. It did not make sense. Mm -mm. So poor baby. Poor baby Liam. It was so sad. And where was Gladys? Right, right. Everyone else is standing around and watching Nina says, them. Hold it, but Nina has just as much right to be there as Carly does. No, no, nope. Unless, unless Sasha wanted her there, but I don't remember Sasha. I don't think really... Sasha wanted anyone there. No, I wouldn't want anyone there. Leave no, me but alone. Carly was there because Brando called Sonny. Yes, but Sasha did not call Nina. No. And Gladys had been there. That's the thing. Right. Because she Where was devastated. She yeah, exactly. She walked up to Sunny crying hysterically. Now right. she suddenly would have went home. Like, why wasn't Carly hugging her? Because yeah. I mean, Carly's been doing really, really well with mm -hmm. taking care of Gladys right. during all of this. So 
I found that odd that she wasn't there standing with Sonny and Carly waiting. Right. You know, for the news. Right. I don't know. It was just, it was all too many questions, too many things up in the air. Now I just don't understand it. And like when Sasha was leaving the nursery and she went to turn back and Elizabeth was kind of shoving her out the door. No, if she needed to come back and say goodbye a little longer, they would let you sit there for as long as you need to. They're not pushing you out the door. Right. Ugh, I just, I hated the whole thing. I know everybody did, but I really don't understand. Yeah. I don't see the point in this at all. Or is it because maybe they had a different storyline in mind and then Sophia Matson became pregnant. So they obviously had to make Sasha pregnant. And this is their way of getting back to whatever storyline they had in line before she got pregnant, which is horrible. I don't feel like they would have had to have done that. Because I know, Maxine because we've avoided was, pregnancies before. Or not Max. The bubblegum dress. Yes, Lulu. I was like, yeah, we didn't see that pregnancy in real life. And with all the new stuff going on with deception, you could have so showed Sasha behind a desk for the past right. six months. Yeah. Or behind a big bag. And she didn't, like, pop until just a couple months ago because right. we had no idea and then it was like oh yeah we were speculating you know we're like yes we think she's pregnant exactly and then she had her baby in real life months ago so right. it really would have only been like know. a four-month block that she'd have been sitting behind a desk or at the metro court having dinner yeah facing us instead of on the side right I just don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. understand. And it took away from the other storyline that was like awesome this week of Brad getting out. Yes. So yeah, they shouldn't have gone together. It distracted from everything. It else. was a very awkward week. Yes. Lots of big things happening, but I just, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't get it. So do you think that Miss Wu is going to handle Michael? Cause Heck he is yeah. not listening. He needs to remember he is not the one with the power right right my daddy is not a exactly. good example i'm gonna get my dad on you right except you're not because he already made a deal with her all because he didn't want it to come out that he was in love with sasha when or in love with nina when he didn't know who he was i don't understand why we're making and deals for that either side note on that one what are they doing with <sighs> i don't know just have them have an affair or don't. But I'm tired of them looking at each other right. all weird. Because he has already repeatedly said. He's not Mike. Right. Yeah. Mm -mm. I don't get it. All right. Back to Michael, though. Right. I don't know what he's doing. And I was really hoping. I was really pulling for Willow mm -hmm. to stand up and be like, I would like to give my statement. Exactly. Because he keeps speaking for her. Right. And... Right. And Willow has always been strong enough to say how she feels. Right. It's not like she needs a man to speak for her, especially when it comes to the loss of her child and all that she went through. Right. Exactly. Because I feel like as I was watching Michael give his statement and talk about how he had to bury Jonah and everything, the look on Willow's face to me, I thought I saw her thinking, oh my gosh, what if I had been Brad? What if I had been in that position of, I just got this baby and it just died? Like right. that desperation, mm -hmm. you know, what Brad did was a million thousand bajillion percent wrong. Right. So we've talked about it before. I could see how your brain gets there. Yeah. 
And so I thought that Willow was going to maybe show a little bit of compassion. Mm -hmm. And I thought that Brad had a good speech when he said that he wants to live a life of virtue. Right. I liked it. I did too. Uh, Yeah. Him staying in prison is not going to do anything to fix his character. And it's not like he's going to go out and steal somebody else's baby again. Right. It's not a real punishment fitting the crime. But Michael here. yelling at him for coming into the Metro court and then telling Ms. Wu, like, why would you? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They just wanted breakfast. Exactly. And he wasn't bothering anyone. It's not like he walked up to the bar and asked for Carly. He sat down. Right. He was also uncomfortable. Right. Sat there and was just going to eat his breakfast with his aunt. And then Britt walked in. I did love that <gasps> reunion. Oh, that was so cute. I want to know, was that the first time that they had seen each other before oh, real like, life. had they not seen each other on set before that would have been perfect. that that would have been because that was because they both look so excited they to did. see each other they did and i like that she kept commenting on his gym bod and kept touching yeah. him like, <laughs> and <laughs> that she did not let it be a secret that yeah miss Wu had already spoken to her mm-hmm. we had a and conversation. Yet, by the way we're still gonna have some breakfast together right. yep like just let him have his eggs you know exactly they can have breakfast. It'll be okay. But yeah, she definitely was letting Michael know like this, you're not getting a free pass, but this is like the only time that she's going to say something. I think that something's going to happen to Michael. I really, really do. He needs to learn his place. And Sonny kind of told him that. I can't control you, but at the same time. Like you're an adult now, dude. I made a deal. So yeah. respect it. Right. Yeah. Cause Sonny is not going to protect him. Mm-mm. Well, okay. That's. Sonny will obviously protect Michael. Right. But he can't protect him to the point that the whole organization's blowing up. Exactly. if you just listen to what I said, we would be fine. Right. Mm -mm. It's very frustrating. It is. So after, after months of being friends with Harmony, Alexis just now remembers. Oh my gosh. That her daughter was a victim. So ridiculous. Just dawned on her. Right. Oh, that's right. You drugged my daughter and almost had her sexually assaulted. How did I forget? Right. We've shared how many cups of coffee in jail and now, nope, we can't be friends. That's why she I doesn't like it. you. I don't understand mm-hmm. that either. But we did see Christina. We did. So we were she, all together. And that know, was nice. I like that she was like, yes, yeah, so you guys working together is not going to work. <laughs> exactly. And then Alexis second guessing Sam. Right, because Sam hasn't been a PI for the last 20 years. She doesn't know what she's doing. Right. Ridiculous. It was nice to see them all together, but I wish they would have done a different storyline than that. Yeah. Or just focused on the fact it was Christina's first case coming up and all talked about that, not other stuff. Molly's. Molly's, sorry. Yeah, Molly's first case. But then her looking like Alexis was killing a puppy right in front of her as she was giving her feedback on her opening statement. Right. Like, if you're going to be an attorney, you cannot be so sensitive to... Right. And she asked. She asked for her opinion. Right. It's one thing if your adult children do not ask, then you zip your lip. But if they ask for your honest opinion, you owe it to them to be honest. Right. And she wasn't being... This is horrible. Right. How could you be doing this? She was just like, oh, you might want to say this. It'll, like, it'll sound... Yeah. It'll support your case stronger, you know. Yeah, she just tweaked it a little. Yeah. So next in my notes, I have Finn and Chase in the steam room. I don't know what they talked about. (laughs) 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 I mean, I heard words, but I was just like, oh, drop Uh that towel. Can you stand up? Please drop that towel. So... Mm. (laughs) I mean... 
I'm not against the fact that we have a new location. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Except for whenever Brooklyn came in, you know, you're going into a steam room and you don't take off your coat or your blazer. Right. Or when you're stuck in there, you don't take off your coat. Right. Like, she did on. take off her coat. She didn't take off her blazer. Right. And then whenever she walked out, she didn't grab her coat. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he said something about they should be on equal footing. So she should have to strip down. And she didn't. If Chase told me to get naked like that, that's not what he was saying. I don't care. Whatever the reasoning is, Chase told me to get naked like that. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Everyone else is thinking that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Her hair should have been frizzy and mascara running down her face. Yes. Mm -hmm. They did almost kiss, though. And then. Yeah. Maintenance guy opened the door. Her face, though, when that towel dropped. I mean, come on. Like, mm-hmm. that's. It was a good filler scene, but I was just like, really? Like, this is have... how we're accidentally going to get them together. Like, yeah, it didn't have much purpose, but I would still rewatch it a thousand more times. Better than watching a baby die. Okay. I absolutely agree. Steam Room was my favorite scene all week. Oh, they were talking, They I do know a little bit what they were talking about. They were talking about Finn and Elizabeth, which was also just stupid. I think that's probably why we kind of zoned out on it. Because it was stupid. The whole thing was just stupid. He's in the steam room fantasizing about Elizabeth, but not actually saying much. And then she's over in the yoga room that we've never seen before and can't do her yoga poses because she's fantasizing about him. It was a kiss. Give me a break. Yeah. It wasn't that hot and steamy. You shouldn't be that distracted. Well, it was her first kiss since Franco passed. And so then finally, when they get together, here's the thing. I'm tired of them treating this like it was one thing when it was weird and like we said, like a middle school dance style and everything. Right. Like now that's just old. I mean, come on. They've supposedly already gone to trivia night together. Mm -hmm. You know, they went camping together. Yeah. They kissed at camping. No, they didn't. They almost kissed at camping. Then Scotty fell out of the sky. Right. But they've almost kissed enough times that you knew it was coming. Okay, now you kissed. But then Liz literally told Finn, if I'm going to start dating again, it has to be casual and it can't turn into anything serious. So I don't think you and I should date. And then mm-hmm. he's like, you and but I can't why? be casual. But no, no, no. <laughs> and he said, but why? It's like, she just spelled it out for yeah. you. You and I will not. Or he said, why would that be such a bad thing? She just told you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, Finn's not that dumb. Mm-mm. Nope. So, what are what? Uh, it's a conversation that got us nowhere. Yes, we can't be in a relationship if it's casual, but we can't be in a relationship if it's serious. So we shouldn't be in a relationship. But I don't want to not be in a relationship with you. Right. Okay. Nowhere got us nowhere. It was so pointless. And she even said, you know, she still hasn't even taken off her wedding ring. Right. And there is not a timetable for that. It right. is. And if she just wants to maybe casually date to see if she's even ready for it, mm-hmm. she has to do that. Yeah. Loved that she addressed the fact that it is a conflict of interest that she was working on Peter. Yeah. But by saying they are so understaffed, which is like a real life mm-hmm. issue right now. But I wish that we didn't see Finn take away the scalpel. Right. You know, we wanted a whole We want a whodunit. Yeah. If we have to put up with Peter anymore, we should at least have a fun guessing game about who actually kills him. <laughs> exactly. I want to play Guess Who while I watch General Hospital. Oh my God! We should be in Guess Who. 
I'm sorry if I broke your eardrum. <laughs> that would be so fun. Have that like an would be so much fun. Not that person. It's not that person. Oh, my God. We need to, like, collaborate with them and get this to be a thing. Yes. Oh. Then we could have, like, weekly check-ins on the podcast. Who do you think? Who do I think? Who yes. do our listeners think? Oh, my goodness. Yes. All right. Look for it next Christmas in your story. Oh, no. We cannot have the storyline <laughs> drag out that long. If we want to kill somebody else mysteriously it could be like a really fun interactive that game it could have like that. random clues it's it'd almost be like a clue slash guess it'd be like clue actually not yeah. guess who i mean guess who would be you and i sitting across from each other does your person have a beard but maybe we could have the little pictures so we could click them down as we were solving That's what, okay so we're gonna smash clue and guess who together yeah okay yeah. because we're gonna pick up on the clues of oh so and so left behind right and that's gonna this. make us drop our guess who people okay mm -hmm. Okay. I love it. Love, 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 love. Okay. So. <laughs> Alrighty. What else is there to cover now that we've come up with another new game? I would have loved to have seen Liz get revenge, though. Mm hmm Except for but we then, can't leave her boys. Exactly. I mean, there is the downside of jail time. Mm-hmm. And considering he's unconscious, it's not even like she would be able to say self-defense or a moment of passion temporary insanity whatever so i thought she was gonna find a syringe of something good and inject it because he had already been poisoned once mm. so it would make sense that whoever the bad person is found a way to sneak in and drug him again yeah yeah yep yep what do you think austin's gonna do about the scalpel i think he's just gonna keep an extra eye out i don't think he's gonna Maybe turn he anybody will die in. by scalpel and so many people will have touched it that Ooh. they're just going to have to, because maybe now Maxie somehow is going to go into Austin's office and see the scalpel. Maxie, for whatever reason, we'll pick it up just because. Yeah. What's this scalpel doing here? Yep. I have to touch it. Yep. I don't know. Maybe Britt will take one for the team. She already told Austin that she doesn't want to hear about her brother unless she's reading his obituary or whatever. Right. I really don't care who kills him. He just needs to die. I'm over it. They should have... Bailey slash Louise home in time for Christmas. Yes. Since we had to deal with nice. what they did to Liam, that should be our reward. Yes. So we need to kill Peter and let Maxie have her baby. Yes. That works. Okay. I really don't have anything else. I want Epiphany to read the Christmas story. Oh, that would be good. Uh, that would be so good. They've gotten her dictating a lot of stuff mm -hmm. lately. Let's have her reading the Christmas story. I would like that. Willow saying that she was not picking a fight with Brooklyn. Um, you were being catty. Right. You asked her to go home or told her to shop online like 10 times. What right. are you talking about? Right. And her sudden love of harmony. We can find time for you to get together with Michael, blah, blah, blah. Well, you told him to stay, her Wiley. to stay away. Wiley. Yeah. Don't have playtime with Michael. <laughs> that would be really inappropriate. But at this point, why not? But Sonny put up the tree. He did. To help ease what's going on. That was nice. That was nice. And we got a new Wiley this week. Mm-hmm. Byron Weaver. He's cute for as much as we got to see him. Yeah. Not a twin. Mm. So could this be saying something? Mm. I don't know. So nothing about Leo? I, I don't feel like there's anything to say. Leo was tested. We don't have results yet. He said the whole call. Okay. Yeah. That's not how that goes. Okay. Well, see, I can't comment on how that goes because I haven't gone through that. With, like, even with Emily, did things move that quickly? Or when you had her? Um, so. Did you with, live that day with a diagnosis? No. 
Really? No, the girl. So the girls with the with ADHD. Yes, it was diagnosed then. But with M's bipolar, it was like I don't know a four hour appointment or something where they did all this testing, mm-hmm. and then you came back two weeks later and they reviewed. Kind of like they do whenever you have the testing through the school done for okay. IEPs or 504s. They do the testing and then they come back with all their findings. Mm-hmm. That was how it was for my kid's experience. So with the autism, they do usually come back same day? Ours did. I mean, it was so first, it typically takes months to be able to even get in to get your initial evaluation. Mm-hmm. She did it, say somehow they pulled some type of string or got some yeah, type of something. My mother-in-law worked for the doctor we saw. Wow. Okay. So yeah, no pulling strings. Got it. Um, there's typically like a wait list for if you don't get a move ahead. Okay. Even if your mother-in-law is, even though at the time she was not my mother-in-law, but regardless. Still a connection that was pretty close. So my daughter got her diagnosis May 20th, 2009. And I had called that doctor for the evaluation months beforehand. Okay had that it was like a th- it was a few hours and at the end of it we sat down and reviewed things and i left with a folder that was pretty much useless because they were like and here's who you start calling well then you call a and a says to call q and q is like nope you actually have to call l and then l says you're stupid call b and then b is like but you have to start with a <laughs> and so it's a vicious cycle. I mean, it's, it is though, like it's, it's a right. mess. See, I was lucky with the bipolar stuff because there's a bipolar clinic in Pittsburgh. Okay. So when I called for a normal appointment, it would have been, I think four months out and I was just at the end of everything. And so they said, if you want to be put in this trial that we're doing, you can be seen next week. And I was like, yep, we'll do whatever you need us to do. And so her appointment was in her first appointment. So was I wonder in a if week. that changed things because it was part of a trial right. that they had to. Yes. So if she didn't want to be part of against the, other. It, yeah. That might be what the two week thing was. I don't know. But I know that by not being in the trial, it was a m- couple months wait. I wanted to be in the trial. So the first appointment was the end of February and we had a diagnosis on St. Patrick's Day. Okay. So, so I wonder if that did have something to do with it because they were comparing her to other people in the study, maybe that were going to be in the trial to see if, I don't know. Cause she had to have, like you did the first assessment to see if that's what was again, quote unquote wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And if so, then you went into the study. Okay. If she, that wouldn't have been wrong with her, then she wouldn't have been in the study. So I don't right. know if it's just two weeks to get through all the information. I don't, I don't know what they look for exactly to figure it out, but yeah, it was two weeks and then I had a diagnosis. So interesting. Um, but yeah, you don't just follow up, call my office and we'll schedule an appointment. Like that's as far as I know. And like other people I've spoken with, like when you're going to get like that kind of an assessment done, Mm -hmm. you're leaving with an answer that day. And then, so the day that she was diagnosed was actually what was supposed to be my third date with my husband. And I canceled because I was not expecting that diagnosis. I was expecting a couple other things. Mm-hmm. And that weekend they were going, my kids went with their dad. And so like my husband and I went to the movies. He's like, if you need a second opinion, my mom works for a behaviorist. Oh, okay. So we called, so beginning of, so 
towards the end of May called for an appointment mm-hmm. that was in January. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. That's for the second opinion. Wow. So that's how long we were able to start the ball rolling with like the diagnosis yeah. that we had had, but that even still, so that was May, 2009. She started kindergarten that fall because she's a September baby. So she didn't start when she was five because mm-hmm. she missed the cutoff. So she turned six, like right after she started kindergarten. Okay. And we still hadn't been able to even get services in place yet for, yeah, it was a mess oh because gosh. it takes, well, because she was diagnosed at the end of the school year and you know, they don't worry about that stuff over the summer. So yeah. And then by the time December rolled around, I mean, it was just survival mode for her every single day in kindergarten. So then we got her placed right before Christmas. We had an emergency IEP meeting that said she needed different and they, the district couldn't get her the services that she needed. Right. So they needed to look into out of district placement. So she went to her first private school right after Christmas break. She started at another place. And then that's when we finally got into the behaviorist, got our second opinion, and were able to get her started with treatment. But it took that long. That's insane. Yeah. And I know people. And then even after, so she finished kindergarten, finished first grade in that school and then because she was quote on task academically whatever that means for a first grader right they transferred her back to public school with no and i didn't know any better because i don't do this for a living right and had never had a child with this need before Mm -hmm. no like there was no recommendation to the district for additional resources well in the meantime we had switched school districts too Mm -hmm. so she started second grade, grade completely mainstreamed and found out very quickly that was not the right move for her. Right. And then just about the same thing right before Christmas, we were like, okay, we need to, even getting her like an in-person aid mm-hmm. took forever. And then by the time we finally got things situated for getting like an in-home therapist and someone to also be in school and get approved for enough hours for both. Mm-hmm. No, I know that's an issue. Yeah. Um, it had been determined that she needed to go to the school that she's at now. And I had lost my job and that was February, 2012 is when I was finally able to like, really, you cannot work and have a child that you're trying to get services for because you literally sit on the phone for hours just trying to reach somebody. It's, it was impossible. So the best thing that ever happened was I lost my corporate job because then you had time. Yeah. But (laughs) let's do the math. 2009 to 2012 before we finally got things really in place. And I did not stop. Right. You know, it, I didn't not do right things. So I don't know. And we had to switch counties. That was the big thing. Right. Was we had to move from one county to another because one county is extremely more difficult to work with than the other. So within two years of moving to back to this county. I should have never left. We're not even going to get into that. (laughs) But yeah, so this is moving very quickly compared to real life. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny in my other storylines, they have drag out. They don't need to. Exactly. And things that might actually be helpful if they did drag them out correctly, they're not going to do. Yes. But I did like that. I like that the three of them went together. I like that 
She apologized to Ned for not listening whenever he originally said maybe Austin was right. I I liked all of that, but it's still until they give us a game plan of what they're going to do for him. Right. It didn't really hold my attention. So got mine, but obviously for different reasons. So. Yeah. I think that might have been it. Okay. Do to do reality check. I already just gave my reality check. <laughs> That's my old reality check from like 10 years ago. Wow. Do you have a new reality check? Anything good? I was an elf on the fire truck last <laughs> night. <laughs> kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> so our friend is, you know, we've talked about her a few times. She's a volunteer firefighter and we do real estate together too. And we're actually becoming a team in January. And so like, I'm looking at our calendar and I was like, is there anything that you need help with this week? Yeah. You know, just whatever. And I, and I jokingly said something about, I said, well, you know, except for on Saturday, I said, there's nothing I can do about Santa, about Santa night, whatever. She was actually, I was going to ask you, are you doing anything? And turns out one of the elves, they needed an extra elf. Yep. So I was there when she got that call. It said that the original elf dropped out and yeah. she was like, so I'm going to ask Shannon if she wants to ride on a different truck and be an elf. And I so wish. No, no, that no. I but I mean, even guys. before that, right. You like, were going to go be an elf, but you were supposed to be on her truck originally. But that only just came about like Wednesday oh. that I was even going to do this whole thing to begin oh, with. Okay. See, I this thought was that was not planned. No, this was not planned at all until like oh. Wednesday when she's like, we actually need another person. But yes, I was originally supposed to be on her truck. I was going to be nice and warm in the cab, hand out the candy canes. Then the elf backed out. And yesterday morning, she texted me and she's like, so would you want to ride the ladder truck? She's like, you won't be with me. Whatever. I was like, sure. Okay. I've never been on a fire truck before. So fun. Most people haven't. But... Climbed up into the ladder truck. I got into the bucket and I got to ride around. Yeah, I've never got to drive around the town. That was awesome. I've been in fire trucks, but it was like we got started around four and I think it was five hours. We got back to the station a little after nine. Wow. Maybe about 9 30. I went to my first call. Wow. Yes. Saw an illegal fire. Wow. Which is so it's not funny, but as we were driving to this one neighborhood, there was a local business that was having their holiday party like outside, and you could see people just standing around. And we're like, "Hi, Merry Christmas!" You know, I'm standing next to Santa, whatever. Right. Oh, my entire job last night though was to make sure that we didn't hit any tree branches <laughs> or electric lines. <laughs> I had no idea how many <laughs> low-hanging electric lines we have in Plum. <laughs> but then the neighborhoods that obviously all the electric lines are underneath the ground are my favorite. There yeah. you go. But anyway, so we're like saying Merry Christmas to them, whatever. Go through every street at the neighborhood. And on our way back, we had switched trucks. So we switched from the ladder truck into the utility truck so that we could get down like the you side. You know, in your fire truck. I know because we had some side streets that we were, that was on our route that it was going to, the ladder truck would not yeah be able to get down. So we switched into that truck on our way back. We see the ladder truck by this business. this business. And I'm like, what happened? And as we go, it was like 
the entire, like my entire backyard was on fire. Oh my gosh. I don't have that big of a yard guys, but I have a big enough yard. Yeah. It was huge. Had they had like a bonfire that got out of hand? Uh-huh. They... I, I don't know, but it was a holiday party wow. on a Saturday night. Okay. So people were at a level that you can uh, imagine. So Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that was my fun reality check is I wound up on a fire engine. <laughs> or fire truck good job being santa's helper yes <laughs> and it just reminded me so much of like my old band days because i'm like i am wet i am cold because it was raining yeah and so yeah it was it was just a totally different experience <laughs> oh yeah my reality check is not that exciting i was not playing on a fire truck or with santa it was actually kind of like a low-key week madeline started off saying that she had that her ear hurt and so i took her to children's express Tuesday night and sat there for two and a half hours all to have a ear infection diagnosed which I could oh. diagnose at home so I hate I hate that I hate they don't listen to moms because I seriously could have walked in there and been like I just need your doctor for two seconds to tell me this is an ear infection and write a script for amoxicillin like I know right. exactly what's going on here and, and what we need like if your kid has had it before you know what you're looking at exactly it's, no 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 I'm telling you she only gets this cranky crabby Right. When? Well, my kids are weird because they don't get any of the normal symptoms. Like they don't run a fever. They mm-hmm. don't whatever. They just say that their ear hurts. And then all of a sudden their eardrums burst and they have all this goo coming out of their ears. Ow. Hers did not get that bad. Yeah. Matt's ruptured his eardrums two or three times because of not like, because they just say to you, my ear hurts. Okay. You don't know what level that hurts. You can't see in there. Especially and then, if it sounds like this is something quote normal to them. Right. And so then it's a normal pain. Yeah. So then a couple hours later, it's like, oh, okay, oh that really hurt. Gosh. But luckily, Madeline caught it early enough. But same thing. She was like, my ear hurts. I think I have an ear infection. And I was like, okay, we'll go to the doctor and get you amoxicillin. Did not expect to be there for two and a half hours. But anyway, she's feeling better. She's all good. Amoxicillin, every kid likes to take, I feel like. So she's drinking her meds. Is it still bubblegum flavored? You can pick. Giant Eagle has like grape peach watermelon like there was like 20 different flavors she stuck with the original bubblegum but i was impressed i don't know why we don't have those options as adults yeah they went to their dad's this weekend even though it was my weekend because he was having like a family christmas party like not his party but his dad's side of the family that we always went to so of course i told them to go and enjoy that and i got some christmas shopping done i'm almost finished not yet Still not there completely, but almost finished. And then today is our Girl Scout Christmas party at the bowling alley. Yay. So, yeah, bunch of mom stuff, but it, it was overall a good week. So, yeah. uh, that's life. This week I feel like I feel like everyone has the same reality check this week, trying to it's get like, their stuff oh yeah, together. By the way, for FYI, Christmas. Christmas Eve is Friday. Right? Is that crazy? It is. Oh, Merry Christmas! In case we, because this is right. In case you don't listen to Thursday's catch up four one one. Are we gonna say Merry Christmas during Alan's drug addiction? <laughs> and now that you've listened to someone suffering from a drug addiction, we don't usually Merry comment Christmas. on the weeks. Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus, whatever you celebrate at this time of year. Even if you don't celebrate, hope that you're having a good time. Exactly. So. Yeah, join us on Thursday as we finish Alan's drug addiction. Finally. Yeah. (laughs) And then we are going to eventually finish his entire storyline. Yes. So, yeah. 
Have a good week. And we'll meet with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 